Real News. Honest and fun political talk weekly on the line 90.7 FM. Oh man, I don't know how to start this exactly other than to no, no, say... No, 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 you know what, you know what, here, let, let me start, let me start this. Go one, for it. You know what, you know what, uh, first off, I would like to say uh, to you, Sean, great job on the event. Oh, thank great you. Great job on the event. Like, like we, for all, for all the flack that we took, getting the event, getting the event started, uh, dealing with the protesters dealing with every pretty much everything we they we possibly could we still made it happen not only did we make it happen but we made it thrive it was a great event uh the the place was the place was packed it was like i i couldn't have asked for a better night like i really i don't know if i could have i really don't know um i will say this um the the protesters i mean i i first off let me thank let me thank the college democrats oh for yes. their fantastic job yeah. of advertising for us let's give a round of applause for the college great. democrats let's go, let's go, let's yeah go. all right um because I, I gotta be honest when we first when we first made this event right it was it wasn't looking too hot and then when they made that statement it was like the, the tickets started going up. The donations started going up. It was like, wow. Thanks. They were our biggest supporters, and I am their number one fan because of their amazing efforts. I mean, as an advertising major, I am so proud of them for using the full uh, capabilities of advertising to our advantage. Get lots of earned media, as they say in the advertising world, free advertising. It was very kind of them. I thanked them at the end of the event, by the way, because I was so uh, happy uh, yeah. of the results of their work. I was just so thrilled. I was like, I have to thank them. I'm their number one fan now. I have to thank them. Yeah, they uh, they they really love you too. Mm -hmm. uh, I know. Yeah, um, well, I I it, it was, but this this. This event is the story of our character. You know, th this is one of those things. Like, we we met resistance at pretty much every every turn. Like, barely nobody helped us. By the way, the few people that did help us, you know who you are. Mm -hmm. Thanks a ton. Yep. Thanks yep. a ton. Um, but pretty much outside of them, nobody really helped us. Even even the day of the event, right? The day of the event, all the rooms were booked. We had to pretty much organize this thing by the fly. Yeah, we had to organize this thing by the fly, and but we made it work. We made it work, and I, I just... And even then, it was like that. Even you know, setting up the 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 place we got was trash, but that's okay. We cleaned it up. We we we. That's we, true. You know, it was trash. Logistically, yeah. Logistically, <laughs> it was kind of a nightmare. That's okay. We made it work. We worked hard. We made it work. And it was like the, this whole event showed our character. And, and I'm, and I'm, I got to say, I'm proud of everybody involved, especially you, Sean. Well, thank you, Phil, for actually driving all this way to come up here, because that's not something most people would do, as especially as an alumni. I really appreciate that, because we needed everyone's uh, hands um, on deck for this event. 
And I told, I, well, I mean, I, I, I was one. I wasn't gonna miss this for the world, <laughs> especially, especially after after the college Dems made that statement. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm going. Well, and then and and then two, I'm not gonna. Yeah, look, we 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 had a vision. We had a vision for this thing coming, and sure enough, piece by piece, we're making it happen. And yeah, let's we, we let's keep the good times rolling. Another thing, too, I want to mention is that the day of this event was our final day to push tickets. And we were already exceeding expectations of what we wanted for tickets the day before and the day before that. But on the last day, we sold over 100 tickets, over 100 on that last day. And when I was tabling here on the last day, uh, just trying to get more people to sign up, we got a statement from the university condemning our speakers they've condemned both sargon avocado and, and uh, hunter avalon the day of the event okay but yeah, i want to make clear the university did say they stood for free speech and the guy that wrote that part of the statement was at the event and that's what he said he wanted to make clear and i wish i had gotten a chance to talk to him uh my vice president did which was good because I want to get to know this guy because um, for next semester, things are going to be a bit spicier. But I will say, I am so... I said that our meeting the other day when I was still half asleep because I was exhausted from this thing. I am so proud of our volunteers, so proud of our everyone that showed up because everyone was against us. Literally everyone. The college Dems, United Socialists, the, the actual university was in a way against us. They were against the speakers primarily, but... Everything was against us. The press was against us. You had people coming to the event, filming people online, calling them fascists. You know, and you could be, you know, you could say those people might have had intentions to dox them. I don't know, but that's the concern at the time. Somebody even told me about it. I was like, ooh, I don't like that. You know, we had all this going on. We had pro like 30 protesters outside screaming, no turning point, no Trump, no KKK, la, 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 whatever they say. Uh, or, you know, hey, hey, ho, ho, turning point has got to go. Like you heard all that crap. And yet people still walked in, sat down, showed up. We filled that room. We had beautiful pictures of all 200 people that came out. One person even lied. He's a guy from UPUA. And by the way, there are people uh, giving UPA a bunch of crap for funding us and wanting us to defund us. The College Democrats wanted to dechar us and just shut us down completely as a club. And you had people there that were um, lying, totally lying. This guy from UPA flouted lies saying there were more protesters than people in actual attendance at the event. That's a total lie. We had over 200 people. There were less than 50 protesters. Total lie, but they get away with it. I, I, it would be a shame if we show up to the next UPA. I mean, it'd be a total shame. Uh, but, you know, why would I ever say that? But at the same time, I am so happy that everybody put in so much effort for this because at the end of it, everybody loved it. There was so much energy, so much love, so much fun in the room. Nobody in there was hateful, mean, nasty, other than some of the socialists that came up to ask questions, which we'll play those clips later. Yeah. Um, and we're going to play some clips of the protest, by the okay. way, guys. So let, keep, let, let, me, yeah. let, let me chime in a little bit here. Sure. Because, um, yeah... I the, the thing and, I want to make and, and be, clear just real quick is that people frame this as like a hateful event. Everybody there was having fun. We had a guy dressed in a clown suit, okay, who was from the straight pride parade in Boston with Milo. Everybody was having fun, but please continue. Yeah. Okay. So um, first thing, 
uh, the 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 news, the media, the local media that covered this thing, I I felt like it was a tale of two newspapers between Onward State and the Collegian, right? So you look at you, when, when the university dropped their bomb, right? Uh, when they when they dropped their statement, uh, you had two articles. You had two articles. Uh, and uh, so, so one of the things that the state, the state, the university statement had was they they disagreed or they they condemned the 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 hate the the words right yeah, the yeah. words that came out of their mouth not them specifically but what they said which you know um you know what they say it's subjective opinion subjective but whatever so right what the um so. What, what Jim Davidson of the of Onward State, and I got to say, big props to him because I think he did. Didn't he interview you? Sean? He did, and yeah. I liked the article except for a few parts. Uh, yeah. He included a lot of what I said, which shocked me. But there are a few lines yeah. that I really didn't like. But, other than yeah. that, yeah. But you're not gonna like. I mean, really, something like that. You're probably not gonna like. You're, there's gonna be a few. There's gonna be a few things. That we're probably not going to well, like. Well, he said he said Sargon used racist language, which is a total lie. Yeah, which which yeah, but but okay. So we'll say we'll, but in this particular instance, let's just give him the benefit of the doubt. Whatever. Um, the Penn State Democrats. Here's the title. We're just, I'm just going to read the title, right? Penn State Democrats repulsive comments of YouTubers involved turning point censorship discussion, right? So they, Oh, that's a they, different headline than the one I read. I read Penn uh, State's turning point USA chapter to host controversial YouTuber who jokes about rape for censorship discussion. Right. Well, they had a couple of, he had a couple of them. Okay. He had a couple of them, but yeah. So, so he, he, one thing I did like was it, it was probably the most objective. It was, he, yeah. He wrote the most objective article out of all of them. Uh, which I I really respect. I that's all I can ask for. Look, you can hate like us, you can hate us. Just be objective, right? So that's, that's all I ask, right? Um, and and he was for the most part. Then I look at the Collegian, right? Oh okay. boy. The the they wrote their headline was Penn State denounces Turning Point USA's guest speakers, which they didn't really. They didn't really denounce the speakers. They just denounced the rhetoric, right? Well, they kind of did denounce the speakers. It, it, I, I'm not gonna not lie; they kind of did. I, oh, I that what from what I saw, from what I read, it was you know the rhetoric, the the hate-filled rhetoric or whatever. Not so much the speakers themselves, but but this was like you could tell this this headline was a blatant attack on their on the on the individual. Like it was blatant. Um. Definitely not objective. Absolutely not objective. Um, and that, and and this is and this is what we really were going up with, that we're going up against. Because not only not only were we uh, were we battling the college Democrats and all the other uh, you know little groups that signed off on their statement, uh, which we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit too. But um, we 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 were going. We, we were going up against the media, like like some members of the media. We were going up against the, the the mountains of protesters, and through all of that, it was a success. Yeah, it was a tremendous yeah. success. Turned out better than I not gonna lie expected. 
And the cool part, we'll get into the actual event in a second, what happened there, but it was just really cool to see people come out and support free speech, especially on the college campus, because honestly, it's, you know, when you see all this kind of pushback and blowback, you would think it would discourage people from coming out, but it doesn't. And that's what's great. I mean, that's what's so beautiful about this. But let's go into the actual event because what happened there was very interesting. After all of this, the actual event has to happen. And, you know, I gave a little intro. People already seemed jazzed up and happy. I was like, all right, this is going good. And then I brought Hunter Avalon on the stage first. And I'm going to make it fully clear for anybody uh accuses us of anything we did not know anything that these speakers would say at all i had a general idea of what they would so you know probably say i had a guess i had a guess but i had no clue what they were going to say i never read their speeches i never told them what to say i kind of guessed what their opinions might be based on their political alignments hunter avalon surprised everyone because he said that there really isn't big tech censorship of conservatives there's some liberal bias but that's it, really. He thought we were playing victim and a whole bunch of our points he brought that I hadn't heard before. And I thought, number one, I was shocked. Number two, I was pleasantly surprised, though, because I'm glad we had some disagreement there. Because people, you know, judge this event as, oh, it's just a bunch of conservatives whining, complaining that they're, you know, being censored. But we had one of our speakers not say that at all. And I didn't agree with him at all on that. But he brought up some interesting points that made me think. And that's what we want out of this event was for people to think, for people to learn something. And everybody came out of that room smarter, you know, from that event. And I'm glad he disagreed with Sargon, actually. I am really glad, even though I disagree with him, I still think it's good that we had that there, that we had some disagreement. We had somebody there with a different viewpoint. And then when Sargon came on, which, you know, <laughs> funny story, by the way, I, I won't go too much into our private conversations with these people because I want to keep it private. But there was one funny thing Sargon did say, because I have an intro song that plays when they enter the stage, uh, you know, sort of like an entrance music. And, you know, uh, Hunter wanted this like hardcore rap uh, song to come in. So we played that for him. But when Sargon uh, was coming on, I asked him in the car when we were driving him from the airport to his hotel, I said, hey, what, you know, what do you want your entrance song to be? And he's like, um, I've never thought about that before. And he sat there for a second. And then he said the Imperial March. <laughs> for, if for anyone who doesn't know, that's the uh, Darth Vader theme song. I thought that'd be hilarious. I really wanted to do that because it would be just funny. But I ended up picking We Are the Champions by Queen for it, which was still perfect and funny. Uh, but, oh, God, that, that would have been just so funny to play the Imperial March. <laughs> I would burst out laughing. But... So he gets on and he does like a five minute speech, which was great. And then he went right into Q&A because that's what the main focus was, of the event was. And we had a whole bunch of people line up. It was great, great questions all around. Like they were really actually really good questions. I mean, it wasn't just like, what do you think of big tech censorship? No, these were like specific, thoughtful, important questions. And we had disagreements uh, in there. You know, between the two speakers, we had some back and forth. We even had uh, some people come up that disagreed with the speakers and they voiced their, you know, disagreements. Some were a bit rude about it, I will say. The ex socialist president was pretty rude, but we'll bring that clip up to explain soon. But one girl, I'll try to find this clip because we have 186 gigabytes of footage here to go through. One girl, just, just, it was the best 
best part of the event because she showed what it was all about, what the point of this event was. She came up, she said, I've heard you said this, this, and that, and that's pretty bad. Um, you know, what do you have to say for it? They explained it, and she goes, huh, I, I, see, where, I see what you mean now, okay. I, we've come to an understanding. And she was civil about it, she was nice. It went along that, those lines. I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong, Phil, but it was, it was beautiful to actually see People engage and have a disagreement and come together and understand each other and then walk away happy. That is what this is all about. That was the point, and we achieved it. It was a victory for free speech, not only at Penn State, but for the country at large. It was amazing. And we had the clown guy from the Boston Straight Pride Parade who held up the podium for Milo when he gave his speech there. He was at the event. It was amazing. We had somebody with a Sargon waifu body pillow that was there. <laughs> not really a body pillow, but a Sargon waifu pillow, and he had him signed it. So it was productive, it was nice, and it was just awesome. And speaking of, last thing I'll mention, I'll let you guys chime in. The day of the event, too, President Trump released a set of tweets that shocked me. Like I, I literally dropped my phone when I read this because I couldn't believe it. And, you know, I don't even know if this was totally directed at us, but still... It, 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 I was literally just shocked. I, I literally said, I can't effing believe this when I saw it. He said, um, your co young co uh, campus conservatives are flocking to Turning Point USA and other conservative speakers events all across the country and in record numbers. Thousands of students are turning out. And then he quoted Charlie Kirk. I just want to compliment the president of the United States for signing the historic executive order a couple months ago saying that my, uh, any school does not uphold the First Amendment rights of its students. <coughs> We'll lose federal funding. We have seen a huge change in how the university uh, interact with us. As a national and local student organization, our standards feel empowered. There's a movement happening on these campuses like I've never seen before when you have 3,000 students wanting to get into an event that couldn't get into. That's pretty remarkable. Charlie Kirk, Turning Point USA, keep America great. Now, was that directed at us? I personally am now thinking I don't know. Probably not. But, 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 but. Is still amazing. Oh, the timing, dude. To have the support from President Trump, the President of the United States, the day of our event was just beautiful. Like, it was surreal. It's, I don't use the word miracle because I don't believe in them, but it, it was like the closest thing you could come to one. It was just beautiful. So, like I said, these are the sort of things where when we say this event turned out better than even we expected, that's a perfect example of that. Um, and I'll dive more into our stuff later, but I'll let you go, um, say a few words. Uh, I, I agree. I, I'm like, and I got to say that that executive order, that particular executive order was just the thing we needed. And I, yeah. cause I, I, I mean, even Sargon said it himself. If, if the president doesn't make that move, I don't know if this event happens. That's true. I really don't know if this event happened. Uh, be, um, and I, I just, it because, because this is the kind of event where you have, you know, where you have speakers that are controversial and, you know, you got a lot of people protesting the event. Well, for the, for Penn state standards, um, you got, you got, you got people protesting this event and, clubs signing off on it and it's like 
and even and even the club was and even the club uh, or the the school replied can't do it you can't do anything we have to honor we have to honor free speech and i don't again i don't know if they make if if trump doesn't sign that executive order i really feel in my heart that i don't think that this event happened yeah. Not to mention that um a lot of these uh, college Dems and socialists, um, I think they're just simply trying to protest just for the sake of clout. Um, because we invited them in, like, hey guys, you can like, uh, come in and you know um, protest inside. Uh, but they just chose to like do it outside, and they won't even engage in any. And even one of them has uh, even admitted to just doing it for clout only. Yeah, actually, yeah. that's good you bring that up because I could, I'll play the clip from that. It was yeah. These people, number one, they don't know who Sargon really is. They didn't do their research. They don't care. They're not there to have a dialogue. They don't care. All they're there for is to shut people down they don't like and to gain attention, to gain clout. And they failed at it miserably. They just helped us more than anything. Again, I thank them for it, but that's all they did. It was pathetic. Uh, But I will play a clip of those protests because, um, man, it was something else. And I'll screen share it with you guys so you can see it. All right, yeah. Because I don't think... Have I shown you these clips yet, Alex? What? No. No? Okay, so... All right. It's go time. Let's do this. Yeah. Okay. Now, is there any place to actually find the full, uh, the full video yet? I'm going... Okay, that's actually... I'm glad you brought that up. Good point. I'm working on editing that as we speak. I'm going to be editing that tonight. And we're going to put the full thing up on YouTube. It will probably be on Sargon's, one of his channels. It will probably be on Hunter's channel too. And it might be on the Versa channel too. I'm going to work that out. But we're going to edit it, the full thing. Protester clips and everything. So stay tuned for that. All right. So we're going to play something funny here. So this is when the protests were happening. And I decided to walk outside and talk to them to try to be nice. You know, how dare I? Evil me. Well, let's play the first time I walk out to them. Let's do that. Give some context. Uh, And I'm going to have to stop it before they say a naughty word. So let's hope I get this right. Wait, I got to get this. Yeah. Wait, I gotta get this. Who said it? Sean, the pedophile. Are the other pedophiles? Is there one of those in jail? No. Oh my god, pause that real quick. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god, I just love that sign Penn State all in for pedophilia, like rape culture. I was like, is that supposed to be saying that this is that, or is that something that Penn State already is? I mean, you're, you guys already have Sandusky over here. Like, yeah, you know? I, I think that's what it's talking about, but it's pretty stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, you know, it's it's Penn State we're talking about here. Come on. Like he said, and and the, what he said was, uh, he said that the minimum age should be 16. Is that right? Like well, he was merely, he, he was merely. I think he got into an argument with this like one guy and he said, it depends 
Like they're disgusting. We'll, we'll play that clip because there is a lot of context that was deliberately left out, but. Well, here's the thing that I don't like, you know, he says stuff like that and then he calls Mr. Medicare a, um, what did he call him? He called him a child groomer. So I, that's the one thing I don't care for with Sargon. So he's calling other people a child groomer. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's. We can't, we don't call someone else a child groomer and he didn't, and Mr. Medicare never even groomed kids. You know? Well, I think he did have evidence of that, though. From a, from he did my not knowledge, have evidence that he sexually groomed anybody. Well, we'll we'll have to look into that further because I don't know a lot about. But we'll play the last rest of this. <laughs> so can you explain to me why that quote's okay? <laughs> I don't know if that's even his quote. It's actually, oh, no, it's an quote. I don't even know the context of that. So maybe you should learn that what he cool. says before you invite him to campus. Yeah. Maybe you guys With should come and join us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, okay, all right, yeah. I can really hear it anyways, but yeah. I dumped it. It's like, yeah, good job, good job. We'll play more. Yeah. Oh, look at her face. She looks like she's a stoner. <laughs> she probably is. Oh, Dude, we can't even play this. We can't even play this video. Yeah, yeah, yeah these oh, look at that one part. Look at the fat one's face on like the left. Oh with, my god! Oh, like all the pins on her. Like, yeah. Well, she has more pins than like Kim Jong Il, you know. <laughs> it should more pins in general. Bigger than him too. It's like, and look at that face. It just looks like so. It looks like Jabba the Hutt. Oh <laughs> god! Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, we'll play the. I know there's no swearing at this part. Yeah, they sound a disappointment to the university. How nice! And then this is the part where I came out one more time. Right before the event started, I thought, you know what? I'll give them one last chance because tickets are free, so I encourage them to come into the event. And you know, I was out there. Hey guys, tickets are free. Tickets are free. You can get them at the door, and you can ask. I'm sorry, my voice sounds terrible. By the way, I was like tired as. Can you can tickets are free. What was that? Tickets are free. That's literally you. Tickets are free. I was trying. You had to shout so loud over these yeah. people. You should have went there with like a uh, old military jacket, so that when they say we are against fascism, you look like mini enemies. <laughs> yeah, you might as well just trigger them. See, that's what you need yeah. to do for your next event. Yeah, get a get like a a, a Maduro military jacket or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah, put like a bunch of pins on there for like turning point. <laughs> you can have a dialogue. I literally asked if you want to have a dialogue, and she okay. just flat out says no. She said no. <laughs> that tells you everything like, right there. Right. Is this one that wanted to well, get her like face hidden? Uh, I don't think so. I don't know though. Shame, 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 the, the, our cameraman John, because they're all pointing at me like shame, 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 and then John just goes, "Our cameraman, shame, shame." shame. You see his finger come into the camera. Yeah. <laughs> tickets are free. Shame, 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 
Shut up. So funny. Did you do that jazz hands? No. <laughs> no, I was waving goodbye with like both my hands, like little like um, what was like sort oh, of like, like moving my fingers. Jazz hands. Yeah. <laughs> jazz hands are pretty uh um ableophobic. I hear. Uh, this is this next part. Proper way to do it, you know. That's what they're wanting you to do. Yeah, like, she went like bye. Uh, but I, I literally said bye, darlings, and left. <laughs> I think I pissed them off. You're really cute. I dare you. You're really cute. Yeah, our cameraman goes like. Shut up, Sean. You're really cute. No, this part's really funny. I didn't invite him. But you're now you guys know who that is, right? Who's that? Uh, notorious, um, uh, James. Jay? Okay, yeah, oh. Jay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> now, now, listen, listen to the exchange that happens here. What was that? I, I, I didn't, I didn't see that, you know. Okay, well, listen to this. This is really funny what happens. I didn't invite him. But you're the... Uh. What are you talking about? Oh, you can't, I can't hear. Let me try it again. I didn't invite him. But you're the president of TPUSA, correct? He says, but you are the president of TPUSA, correct? He says that to James. What Dump again! Oh my god, this is so funny. <laughs> he th okay, this guy thought that JJ was me. I wonder why. <laughs> why? I wonder why he's probably like you've seen what he's done before. I know, but what have I done? <laughs> no, that no, it's good. You need a body. You need a body double. <laughs> a body double. You should just dress up as you as Halloween. No. Yeah, you should. No, we should have dress like up as Shaggy. No, no, they should just have like a um a glass of milk with them with like uh -huh. curly hair. Yeah. Funny. <laughs> You need to go and wear that military vest and say he's your body, like he's My your. Body uh, yeah. yeah. What did they have? Yeah, that that the term for it, like what, like Saddam and all them had one of those, like uh, you know, so in case someone tried to kill one of them, they go and kill the wrong guy. Um, not sure. Yeah, I thought it was a body double. I, um, uh, it was so funny though. I mean, it's so funny because after I think it was before. Wait, was it before or after they figured out he wasn't me? They started calling him an incel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what time? Uh, which was it? Was it before? What or after? I think it was before. Oh god! I don't know. I might be wrong. Well, they I don't know anything about me then. Um, <laughs> yeah. oh my I mean, God, the job of the hut's back. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this girl. Yeah, she's a piece of work. Do you just assume it's gender? Sorry. Apologies. What? Why did they got the swastika with the cancel sign on it? Yeah. So brave. They got a dude with the pink hair. Like what? who does that? That's, that's disgusting. Like you look like a you look like a piece of cotton candy when you grow out in public wearing that crap. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's... Cotton candy. Cotton candy would be an upgrade. But yeah, no, yeah, I it have a question. Better. Look, I, I have a question. Why why are these protests and, and, and we've had we've seen protests like this before. Why are they always so lame? I, I, I always, know. Like I okay, I grew up, you know, and I, I used to see protests 
you know, like on YouTube and stuff like that. And they were kind of cool, you know, catchy, catchy. Oh, come on. Uh, These chants are catchy. Chants. These are catchy chants. Yeah, like, hey, hey, ho, ho, turning yeah. point has got to go. That's, that's like kindergarten. There's a kindergarten <laughs> chant. Like, you. Yeah. <laughs> It's terrible. It's terrible. And like there's no there's no real organization and they left. They, it got cold and they left. <laughs> like <laughs> they couldn't afford any better clothing. They only have those on their backs. And the funny thing too is like this these are more protests than we got for Donald Donald Trump Jr. last year. Yeah. Like way more. They were higher energy, but they were still lame. They were still the same stupid chance as reward. Like it's always we hate X. Okay. Uh, hey, hey, ho, ho, X has to go. Um, you know, it's always they fill it in with every one of their chants. No Trump, oh, no KKK, no blah, blah, USA. Meet the common foe, feel one death blow. What though before us lies the open grave? That's like some violence right there. Those are fucking words. We'll face the murderous so it's like Jabba the Hutt's like the alpha cuck. <laughs> Press to the wall, dying. Wall. I actually don't know. Wife. Oh, did you hear that? Hooray! Woo! Let's hear that again, that hooray. That was the lamest hooray ever. Hooray! Oh, God. Hooray! When the soy comes in. Soy intensifies. What is she standing on? I don't know, probably someone's shoulder. Hey, it's Squidward! <laughs> There's a guy with a squid at. Look at that, it's Squidward! Squidward! For future events, you should get some people to like break into those protest groups and like have fake signs up there. Yo! There, Mr. Krabs is in there and stuff like that. Just <laughs> <laughs> No, we had a funny thing when we were talking about this at the meeting on Thursday, which was probably one of our funniest meetings ever. John, who was the our cameraman filming this stuff, when we were talking about the exchange with JJ, where they thought uh, I was JJ, he just goes, is, is this Squidward? Are you Squidward? <laughs> it was so funny. No, you need to use that to your advantage. You know, like, I've... Tell JJ to tell him that, like, tell everyone that he's turning Point USA's captain, or, you know, what, what you are. And just, like, walk in this group and just, like, have them flip out at him and be like, hey, guys, I'm the captain. And they're like, what? No, ca oh, captain, my captain. Oh, president, whatever. <laughs> they're, scre they're screaming, we are. Somebody should have said talentless. <laughs> we are, cucks. <laughs> Oh, and somebody started blocking his camera with a sign. Watch, watch this part. And done hmm? drugs and been in therapy. Woo! Oh. I think we know who needs therapy. She's literally at every protest. Like every oh, yeah. protest I see her at. No, she came she up to our sign and she went, so which uh, child molester is your favorite? I was like, what? Wait, is that a girl or is that a guy? Can't confirm. I don't know. Can't confirm, can't deny. Gender X. They're praying. They were praying. Is it I meant brave and beautiful. <laughs> when we started learning somewhere down the line. I bet she uses a gelatin. <laughs> Watch this. Yeah. Yeah. 
brave and beautiful. Oh, here it comes. They're trying to block our cameraman's camera from a public protest. Watch a drone. <laughs> yes. Just fly over them. <laughs> Drive oh, by trolling. <laughs> what was that? But they can't block that. I'm <laughs> yeah. trying to like throw stuff at it. I have to say big ups to the uh, big ups to the two uh, that were following them throughout the whole the whole spiel because that that was fantastic. Mm -hmm. They got great they footage. They had that they they did a fantastic job. Oh yeah, John was great, and so was uh, Justin yeah. and uh, his friend Jason. That guy's like having a seizure out there. Yeah, look at this guy. Wait, what? what? Oh my god, it's working! There's the clown guy. There's the guy at the, the pillow. So what's, what's the clown guy's story? Did he, did he ask anything or say anything funny? Oh yeah, I mean, well, I'll have to... I don't remember because man, this thing was long, but yeah, he was pretty funny. Yeah. Protest. Oh, and, oh, and they start singing. I don't know if we have video of that, but they start singing that stupid song they always sing. Oh, and they had a transgender Antifa flag. Of course, uh, you know. Uh -huh. Yeah. Antifa flag. Yeah. yeah. That's why they're doing a good job having all these people as your enemies. You know, they're the right enemies. In this oh situation. yeah. Oh yeah, we do. On, on a side oh, side question here. Uh, so so when when we were looking at the. Uh, we were looking at the um, the statement that the college the college Dems made. Uh, one of the uh, co-sponsors, right? If that's what you want to call them, was the Political Science Honor Society. Yeah, yeah. Aren't they supposed to be? Aren't they supposed to be like nonpartisan? Really? Because, that's what I would think. I mean, if people if people are are, are political science majors, they're probably going in. A whole plethora of political affiliations, you know, like how how do you how does that work? I know, I I know. We got to complain. The political science yeah, major here must be a joke, then. That. Yeah, that should be a big no-no. Like you might go to go and um, you know, especially with that First Amendment thing that Trump did. Yeah, might be able to take him to court over that. <laughs> this stuff is dirty. Wrong. Yeah, I'm gonna mute this or um, Yeah, they're gonna keep saying it, but basically they tried to block his camera <laughs> Look at this Okay Like why they always want to block the cameras? I know it's so stupid They're the people that want to dox you guys like not everyone wants to be like them Oh god, these people are insufferable. Oh man. And I'll play a clip of when the socialist guy asked the question at the event. Okay, yeah. Thank you, good. All right, uh, Carl and Hunter. Welcome to Penn State. Um, my question is actually directly um, to you, Hunter. Um, you're here on stage on a platform with Carl Benjamin. Are you aware of the comments that Carl Benjamin made about a uh, British uh, member of parliament in 
and raping uh, I am somewhat aware, but I also think that the comments were greatly taken out of context. You can and disavow I, if you like. I, and I know, I know that what you were getting at was like a self-aware joke. I'm, however, I'm also able to see why a lot of, you know, cuckoo little lefties might get a little triggered by what he said. Honestly, that was entirely okay, the point. Don't you think that's like, don't you think that's absolutely disgusting and you should just completely disavow and not associate yourself disavow. with this man? I mean, yeah, I know, sure. I don't I know did. how you feel comfortable being on stage with this guy. Yeah, disavow. Yeah. What about sure, this? I did. What? Just cut your losses. Disavow. <laughs> right. I disavow. I mean, you know. <laughs> what about what about the pedophile comments? What about did, which one? The the pedophile comments and the age of consent. Should be so are you going to ask me to disavow every like individual no, comment like, that they, you don't they, like? No, the thing is, he wow. he doesn't know what I said, right? So he doesn't what know. What did you actually say? Do you want to so say I I was I was talking to a victim of pedophilia. Right. I'm asking what well, Hunter. Yeah, I know. But I haven't. But he's really asking me a question, and I'm and I'm not answering your question, buddy. I'm not answering. He's just asked me a question. He's asked me a question. He wants I was an answer. One, I wanted to know what his comments were in full, uh -huh. so that I can decide to disavow them or not. For you. So I, I was uh, sprung with the surprise that I was talking to a victim of paedophilia back in 2014. And I didn't really know what to do. And I didn't really want to tell them that, look, I think you're the victim. Because a lot of these people, now. and Milo's the yeah, same, actually. They think right, that they're so the ones who initiate it, right? Yeah, and it's very difficult because you realize that a lot... The comment? Yeah. Did he disavow it? No. Because no. he explains right here, I'll play for ego Is built on the idea that no, I'm and just like you, I'm not a victim, right? I'm not a victim, and so they sit there and go, well, I've got all of these justifications for why I'm not a victim, and when that sprung on you, you think, well, Christ, what can I do? You know, what am I going to do? Am I going to make this guy break down in tears? You know, and so I gave the most charitable response I could. I said, like, well, you know, there there have been civilizations that have had relationships, like ancient yeah, Greeks, things like this, well and eventually I changed the subject as quickly as possible. Uh, I think that's what he's talking about, but I was on the other no, side of that, because what you're ignoring is that at minute 19 of that stream, I said, <laughs> I said that the age of consent should be 16. Why are you leaving that out? Why are you what? Why are you leaving that out? I'm not here. You're not here to ask me. Because you didn't know, did you? You didn't know. You didn't know. You didn't know. Just admit you didn't know. Dude, no, you're... Just admit you no, didn't what, know. What you're doing is you're, you're trying to ask me a question to get at Sargon. I, listen, I don't know the full context to the past comments Sargon's made. We happen to be in, this, in a similar genre of content that we create on YouTube together. Um, if you have a question for me specifically, I'd be happy to answer it, but I'm not going to sit here and answer questions about other people sitting next to me when you could just be asking Sargon these questions. But you didn't know, did you? Because it's easier to fool a man. It's easier to fool a man than to persuade him that he has been fooled. You have been fooled, sir. See? Look here. Hold on. Wait. I, I think he just beat us in the argument because he rolled his eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go ahead, man. I'd be happily to stand here all night or sit here all night. You know? Yeah, so, yeah, I guess you guys heard a little bit of that. But basically, he, the guy was asking a question, told me took him out of context. And, and Sargon cited the actual timestamp of when he said, you know, the age of consent should be 16 and just wrecked this guy, shut him up completely. It was beautiful. Yeah. And it's like, and it's like, and, and that's the thing, like, like when you're talking about somebody like 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 recommending the age of 16 doesn't mean you're a pedophile you just you're giving a 
you're giving an argument. All you're doing is giving an argument, and you know, and and it's and it's reasonably, uh, it's a reasonable argument, and it's not like, um, would I, you know, would I sleep with a sixteen year old? No, but I mean. You know, some people, so culture, but, but there's a cultural aspect to it too, because you have a lot of cultures that, that marry at young ages and you know, whatever. I, I don't know. Okay. I am not that culturally intelligent for, from every culture, but there are some that marry young. There's some that, you know, give away their, you know, daughters young, whatever. And that's fine. What, whatever different strokes for different folks well, i think yeah. what, i think what sargon was trying to get when he meant when he said that 16 year old comment is like you know when you get down to it like there's there should be more than just you know a a number that determines whether someone is of age or not because you have some people out here who are mentally you know just stupid even at like 20 and then you have people yeah. who are you know incredibly mature for their age so i think what he was getting at is that there should be something like actually based in science and just the general age, you know, for anything like, you know, that, that barely makes any sense. Like why isn't the age of consent 21 now? It'd be 21 to drink, 21 to smoke in a lot of States. Why yet? Why can you be, you know, engaging in these activities, which very well could lead you into a lot of really bad situations until you're a different age. Like, you know, it really, I think that's what his question was. Yeah, and again, taken out of context. So uh, one last one I'll play is when the clown asked the question. Uh, let me know if you guys can hear this when I do play it. Hi there. Uh, I'm Honker the Clown. Can you hear hear that? Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. I switched to use my headphones to play that. Let me back it up a bit. No. Thank you. Hi there, uh, I'm Honker the Clown. Uh, you might recognize me from such events as the Straight Pride Parade in Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, behind me, this is the very pillow that you shout out in your channel, actually. It is the, it is the, the, the one and the same. Um, and I'd like to personally invite you to join us next year in 2020. Uh, uh, but my question involves, uh, so uh, I have a little bit of a parallel to draw and then a question about it. So here in America, we have what's called Trump derangement syndrome, right? Where these crazy leftists you know, are just that. They legitimately go insane over uh, Trump's Twitter account, let's say. And I'm witnessing a similar phenomenon, I feel, in the UK about Brexit. You know, Brexit derangement syndrome, if you will. Um, and I've, you know, listened at length, uh, you talk on your channel about uh, people who have, you know, taken this spiral down, uh, you know, going insane over Brexit. And uh, I, the question I have for you is, what do you do in your own personal life to keep yourself from, from getting to that point of, you know, just like Brexit, just, you know, overtaking your mind and going in absolutely insane? I am absolutely sick of talking about Brexit. I really wish they'd just do it. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's quite a scary position, but... Um, the, the, whole, the whole issue of derangement syndrome is a very interesting one. Because I bet nobody remembers the libertarian protests about, against Barack Obama, do they? But man, that was some Barack Obama derangement syndrome. They were just calling him a communist. Now, you don't have to like Barack Obama to know that he's not a communist. Uh, he's just a center-leftist, right. really. Um, but these, these protests were every bit the Trump derangement syndrome. And I think what it comes down to is when there's a fundamental breach of principle 
in what's going on. They just could not stand the government intervention that Obama wanted in the same way that the leftists now cannot stand the fact that Trump is not going to apologize for the mean things he said. And when you get to this sort of point, you've either got to accept it or flip out. And there'll, be, there'll, there'll probably come a time where you guys are having some sort of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez derangement syndrome when she's the president and she's bringing in communism. Don't say that. I agree. It's already happening. I don't want that either, but the fact that you all reacted like that is exactly my point, right? That's that just exactly what I mean. I, I agree. I don't want her to be president either, but this is something that we're going to have to figure out. And I'm not saying I've got the answers either, but this is not, a it's not a, an individual, a, a, a one-sided issue. This is an issue that affects everyone. And as things become more polarized and each ideology is pushed towards its more extreme points, I think we're going to see it more and more. And honestly, I think it's really concerning. So yeah, I think Sargon brings up a great point there, which is that you know conservatives can easily fall for this sort of AOC derangement syndrome as much as the lefties can. But uh, again... I just love how he shut these people down like that socialist guy. And it, he he really was the shining star of the night. And Hunter was great too. But Sargon just, man, he really nailed these people good. Uh, and it was just so nice to see. I mean, that was just a taste of what happened that night. There's much more. And those protesters were insane. I mean, it was so weird because uh, in the first clip... I don't know if you guys heard, like when I walked out there, this one girl that encountered us at our table and was demanding to know our advisor's email, which is a bit weird. She was like, oh, Sean, it's Sean, guys. Sean thinks rape is funny. And everybody started shouting my name. It was really weird. And, you know, I just said, she's like, do you think rape is funny? I said, well, anything can be funny as long as it's a good joke. And... They didn't know what to do with that. They just lost their minds even more. But these people are insane. Yeah, you know, I guess they find, you know, I've, I've heard leftist jokes about, like, murder and stuff. I guess they find murder funny, too. You know, like... Of course. I guess we can't check out anything at that point because, you know, you want, like, if they're going to be offended over that, you know, there's tons of other stuff. You know, I, I've seen their leftist cartoons or little king of they're not king of the hills they're they're you know family guys with all their all their jokes in there you know yeah, yeah so complain about that and they've they've made a, quite a few edgy jokes in there like, especially that quagmire i'm pretty sure there's some pretty rapey jokes made mm -hmm. off of that and, it's you know, okay that when they do it oh yeah. yeah good good stuff you know they can joke and then you know the stuff that like isn't funny you know making like transgender kids a thing you know that's that's perfectly okay to them, but you can't make jokes. You know, that's too far. Yeah, and man, we got a lot of great footage from this event of these people losing their minds over, you know, simple jokes and stuff. It was just beautiful. Oh, And I will say, because I obviously met both Hunter and Sargon at this event, we picked up Sargon from the airport, Tavir and I. Yeah. And let's just say, like, when we were walking, uh, you know, we parked... Our car off the airport, like, a lot of bit because they wanted us to pay for parking, which is stupid. So we parked across the street. And we're like, eh, we should go up and wait for him. And we're going up. And we're looking around in the airport because we're like, oh, my God, he might be here. You know, he could be sitting there. He could be sitting there. And then we were walking forward towards the baggage claim area. And then we both saw him yeah. at the same time. <laughs> yeah. And we both, like, looked at each other and we went, holy. 
I can't say the word, but uh, holy crap. Poop. Holy yeah. poop. <laughs> it was like, oh my God, Tim. And then, you know, we were like, walk up to him like, oh my God, we're going to have to say hi. Okay. Yeah, I know. Like we were just mentally preparing for ourselves as we we're walking. It was way too fast for me. But as soon as we got to him, he was so like, uh, like he greeted us like as if um, we're like old friends. Yeah, he was yeah. so nice, so funny, yeah. so genuine. He is hands down one of the coolest guys I've met. And it makes you feel bad for him when you see all the bad stuff people say about him, yeah. all these lies, all these slanders. You go, feel bad that like somebody this cool is getting this, um, you know, just this terrible treatment. Yeah. And, you know, it, like when people think he's a pedophile or supports pedophile, it's the stupidest thing. I'm sorry, because why would he? Why? It makes no sense. And you talk to a guy, he is yeah. not a pedophile at all. There's not a single bit of pedophilic sympathies in his body at all and you know i just man it was a great time that car ride back from the airport was yeah. just amazingly surreal we both loved it i remember so much of it and the dinner we had after the event with him was so cool it was really yeah. cool no i've been following this guy for a while and i never thought i'd be able to like meet sargon like in my life like in person like i've been following him through those like edgy um skeptic uh youtuber days and then to like us uh, uh follow him throughout the whole you know leftist outrage and then to the current political climate it's it was surreal yeah it was amazing yeah <gasps> you can make macaroni and cheese in the cup oh my god just what we needed to know. Hey, macaroni cheese in the cup. Oh, really? Yeah. Where did you guys take him out to eat? We went to an undisclosed location on Atherton Street uh, called Champs. <laughs> oh, you went to Champs. Uh, you know, I've never been to Champs on Ath. Oh, Ath oh, I've been that one before. Yeah, that's where the midget wrestling, isn't it? <laughs> uh, midget no, wrestling. the Champs downtown, I think, has the midget wrestling. It has oh. all the crazy stuff. Our guest today is a huge Twitter personality and host on One America News Network, Jack Pozobiak. Thank you for coming on to the show. Hey, really excited to be here, guys. So are you, are you guys based right at Penn State? Yep. We are right now on the official radio station of Penn State, the line 90.7 FM. Well, that's fantastic. You know, uh, coming from the son of a Penn State grad, um, uh, my brother also went to Penn State. I myself didn't go, though I will say my dad certainly, certainly pushed me to go. And uh, we have been to a lot of the games, um, but didn't end up going myself. But, yeah, I can I can definitely say we are. <laughs> nice, nice. Thank you for coming on. And uh, I noticed on your Wikipedia page you said you're from Norristown. That's right near me. I'm from Westchester, PA. Yeah, that's right. I'm actually from, originally from Norristown, Pennsylvania. Uh, ended up going to school in Philly uh, before I moved to China, joined the Navy, uh, and uh, eventually found my way to One America. Awesome. I assume uh, you've been following, uh, to some degree, all this drama that's been happening at Penn State in regards to having Sargon of Akkad and Hunter Avalon here, which we didn't expect it to blow up this big, but it did. What did you think... Uh, after seeing the aftermath of all this, uh, of all the craziness that's been going on up here at Penn State in relation to bringing these speakers? Well, you know, so the crazy thing is, too, is that Hunter and Sargon, to me, aren't even really all that controversial of guys, right? I mean, they certainly don't follow the line of political correctness or woke culture, but these are 
two guys that have not really gotten into any, you know, hard line. I mean, they're certainly not racist. They're certainly not violent, anything like that. Like anything that would actually get you uh, in, in serious trouble. I mean, they've just have essentially controversial opinions, whatever that means. And so I was surprised that no matter who you are, right, it doesn't matter if you're on the right or if you're just simply not a member of woke culture. And this, this is why, uh, to me, woke culture is best understood as a religion, just emblematic of that, that if you're not part of their religion, you're a heretic and you must be destroyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's insane because I thought the exact same thing that like Sargon of Akkad, he is not controversial at all. There's like two comments he's made that are like a little edgy or a little, you know, you could say maybe, you know, a little over the line if you really want to argue that. But they're building him up to be this like monster. That's why when he wants um came onto the stage, like we play entrance music and he jokingly sent to the car with me that we should play the Imperial March because this guy is like getting hyped up as this emperor of the dark side rather than some just normal British guy, which is what he turned out to be, you know, so it's just ridiculous. Yeah, and you can tell that no one is actually paying attention to anything that these guys actually do on a regular basis or what they're all about. You know, I was actually just at an event in Philadelphia with both Hunter and Sargon. Oh, nice. And I found both of them to be, uh, yeah, it was the Tim Pool's um, uh, Pool's Minds event and uh, Subverse. And I found both of them to be very uh, interesting, engaging, and I didn't hear anything other than serious discussion of issues of the day from either of them i mean this was not you know and by the way this was an audience that wasn't even really uh quote unquote conservative right this was an audience Mm of of skeptics of left-wing um uh people who were not necessarily interested in politics but were interested in culture and society and that's what we were talking about and so it's just funny to to go be an event like that where everything is fine and then see Penn State reacting with such vitriol and really looking so ridiculous for taking a couple of the speakers that aren't controversial in the least and acting like they were having the head of the KKK coming to speak. <laughs> and I mean, that's that's really how they acted, right? Yeah. You'd think that they thought this was some sort of uh, proto-Klan march when it was yeah. really just a couple of guys from YouTube. Yeah. And... That's how you realize that we're actually living through a moral panic right now in America, right? We're living through a moral panic of mass hysteria where people think that there's actually, you know, Russian agents in the White House and there's actually these crypto fascist clan members, you know, they're at Covington High School in Kentucky and they're, uh, you know, all around you in the shadows when, no, it's actually not like that at all. It's just people who disagree with the status quo. And that's okay. Yeah, absolutely agree. Um, listen, at this, this event was, uh, was a really good event. Um, had a lot of fun. The, the thing that stuck out to me, right, was like Sargon, Sargon of Akkad was talking about how conservatives are being censored online. And, and Hunter was arguing that they weren't necessarily being censored, but there was definitely a liberal bias. What do you think? So I actually caught that clip because someone sent it to me and uh, earlier in the week and they said, you know, what do you think about this? And. 
the way I took Hunter's comments, I thought that what Hunter was talking about wasn't necessarily censorship, but he was talking because censorship is obvious, right? You can tell that they've been suspended from platforms. Paul Joseph Watson suspended from Instagram, Facebook, right? That's mm-hmm. obvious. Like you can point to these things, right? There are no large mainstream uh liberals or left-wing people that have been taken down on social media that's just a fact right that's just a fact right so censorship like it's not even an argument that that's going on but what you can say though and some people say is well our traffic has been down and we think our traffic has been down because we're being shadow banned now that's something that's a little harder to understand and it's a little harder to quantify because these guys, these algorithms that YouTube and these guys are both using YouTube uh, and others. I know Crowder uses YouTube and has talked about this a lot. I'm not a big YouTuber myself. Um, that they think that because their traffic sees a drop off or sees sort of like a negative plateau in the sense where it drops down and then it's, it stays flat, that that's some sort of deliberate bias on the part of people at the platform when it could just be that they've changed the algorithms in different ways. And actually one of the ways, and Tim Pool does a good job of explaining this, that they change the algorithms is that they want to promote corporate press over independent content. That's very true. They want to promote people that spend heavily in terms of advertising dollars on these platforms and promote their content because they have a financial relationship with them. So this is more to do with corporatization than it has and and which is bad, right? Which is definitely bad for YouTube because YouTube was a platform, I mean, where you could literally be anyone and get big. That's, you know, Justin I'm, I'm not a fan, but Justin Bieber, right? Is like the example of this where here's a guy who is just singing songs in his bedroom and then goes on to become multi-million dollar star, right? Lindsey Sterling with the dancing and the violins, you know, I mean, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, what is that? Um, but she's amazing. She's fantastic. And nobody would have ever given her a contract if she hadn't blown up on YouTube. So YouTube is a platform that was made because of independent content creators, but because now they're going in and they're demonetizing and they're de-ranking people who don't have those fat, corporate advertising budgets behind them that's why people are actually losing the stream it's not some kind of uh because you, you can see this on the left as well you can see this um with left-wing accounts they're also losing viewers it's not because uh it's not a left-right thing it's a corporate independent thing huh. well actually um yeah i find that very interesting that kind of ties into this question that i have with this you know with this sort of censorship or pseudo you know like uh, just kind of dropping like shadow banning and whatnot. Uh, I know President Trump sent out a tweet on the day of the event saying that universities that don't support free speech would get defunded. You know, what are, what are your thoughts on that? Is that like the way forward? Are we going to have to rely on like, you know, government to kind of step in in that res- respect to go and ensure that people have the right to go and like, you know, speak freely on these things? Like, do you think that's going to be the end solution of it? So I'm definitely, I'm definitely someone who considers them part themselves part of the new right movement, which is sort of like a, this nationalist conservative movement that's going on here in DC and around the, around the world, really. Um, and mm-hmm. so one of our biggest differences is from the sort of uh, old school conservatives is that we're not afraid of using government power to secure our rights. That's what the Constitution is there for, right? Mm-hmm. They our government, our constitution was con- was consecrated 
and instituted to protect our rights. This is this is like Declaration of Independence, Thomas Jefferson 101, right? And if our rights are not being upheld, whether it be on social media or whether it be on a university platform, where especially at a university that's receiving funds from the taxpayers, and obviously I know Penn State receives state funding, They're, they certainly receive federal funding. Um, my own school was Temple University. Um, and so we actually... Uh, launched lawsuits when I was on campus there back in 2005, 2006, because of bias of our of our uh, of our teachers. But we never had this deplatforming issue back then. It wasn't even something that would be considered because universities used to only uphold freedom of speech. And so this idea that the federal government, you know, what are you going to say? Federal government shouldn't get involved in education. You know, to where, where have you been the last decade? Right. There's there's no question the federal government is deeply involved in education. And so, you know, I would be willing to roll forward a robust series of changes from the Department of Education level saying that if these universities, if these campus administrators are which which are all running money laundering operations with their um, with their endowments, that if they're not upholding basic American civil rights like the freedom of speech, that they should stop receiving all federal funding, period. I, I definitely agree with that. And that's, I've gone into arguments before with uh, more libertarian types on that particular issue. And it just really annoys me that like they would, you know, they'd be fine with, you know, the government, like basically in the universities, like deplatforming people and like when government, when, when third party companies too, like if I'm being oppressed by a government or if I'm being oppressed by a third party company, it doesn't matter because I'm still being, you know, you know, th thrown under the bus in the end of the day. Yeah, so what they're using is actually, this was the opposition to the Civil Rights Act, right? The Civil Rights Act 1965, the opposition to that was, they said, well, hold on, the libertarians of the day, um, they would come around and say, wait a minute, these, this is a restriction on business, right? And that at that time, of course, the discrimination that was going on was race-based. And so the Civil Rights Act came in and said, you can't discriminate on the basis of race. Essentially, what we would be saying is that you can't discriminate on the basis of political orientation, regardless of what that is. If you want to be a socialist, if you want to be a communist, if you want to be a member of the DSA, if you want to support Tulsi Gabbard or Bernie Sanders, whatever you want to do, right, that shouldn't be cause for deplatforming you, period. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, good. One last thing. Um, so you're from uh, One America News Network, right? That's right. One America News watches all the time. OANN.com. So do you guys, um, are, are you guys like an actual on television news network? Because I thought I saw, I could swear I saw, I don't know if it's One America or there may be another one when I had Verizon, but I, I had Comcast. I can't even find you guys on there because I was looking before on there. Yeah, so we are on cable, um, and that's actually right. We're on we're on Verizon. We're not on Comcast, so we're on Verizon. We're on DirecTV. Uh, we're on, I believe we're on Dish. Um, and then you can also get us through like Apple TV and Google TV and everything else. But Verizon is probably the main one that we're on throughout most of the country. So... Do you guys ever plan on going to Comcast at all, or is like there some stuff going on behind the scenes where they're like, are they politically biased, or is it just like a money? Well, we've been we've been requesting to go on Comcast since uh, since day one, and and not to get too inside baseball because that's not I'm, that's more on the business side of things. Yeah. Uh, but Comcast is very very um, detrimental to independent media. They don't like bringing bringing on people again, like I was talking about that aren't part of that sort of corporate family. And so uh, News Corp, Time Warner, that run Fox and CNN, have a lot of corporate um, 
shared interests with the Comcast NBC Corporation. So they, they can do a lot of shared uh, shared marketing. They can do a lot of uh, rev shares. But for us, just being an independent cable news company, uh, Comcast doesn't see that as something that they want to work with. And so we haven't been able to get on there as of yet. But we're exploring hmm. options. That, that's a shame. Yeah, that's interesting. And I, I hope you guys get more successful because, you know, the more competitors, the better. Because Fox has really been slipping, honestly, ever since the whole downfall a few years ago of all these big names. It's been going downhill. Uh, last thing I will ask, and then we'll close this out, because uh, I know you're a pretty busy man. What do you think of Kanye's new album, Jesus is King? What do you think of this idea of making Christianity cool again? Do you think this will be a successful cultural force? So I think we're actually at an interesting reflection, inflection point in culture right now because postmodernism has gone so far as to real to show people that it is completely empty. There's it's bottom it's a bottomless pit, right? Postmodernism is a bottomless pit of nothingness, of no moral code. Uh, it's based on nothing. It's humanist. It's globalist. I mean, it's this is you know global citizens and everyone's the same. And it's it's nothing. It's a bottomless pit. So what Kanye's doing right now is evoking a return to traditionalism. He's evoking a return to Christ. Now I'm I'm personally Catholic myself, and so I see, view this as a major wake up call because I think there's a huge yearning out there in society for meaning, for morality, for something beyond this uh, postmodernist nihilism that's really perpetual, you know, permeated the culture in, I don't know, the last 30, 40, 50 years or so. And so this return to Christianity, you're actually seeing, and even uh, on the Catholic side of things, we're even seeing Catholics having a, a return to traditionalism. There's even Catholics like Dr. Taylor Marshall now that are advocating for a return to the, the, uh, the Latin mass and Latin prayers. And people are finding so much more meaning and that direct connection to the traditions, that direct connection to the way things used to be set up than ever before. Awesome. I love your insight on that. I think it's going to be really interesting to see how this album goes because it's it, it's really fascinating to see Kanye. Look, I don't even like rap, but seeing him as a cultural force is fascinating. So fascinating. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on, uh, Mr. Pasovic. Where can people find you? Pleasure to be on, guys. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, find me on Twitter, Jack Posobiec, P-O-S-O-B-I-E-C, and watch me on One American News, and we'll see. Maybe I'll be up there at Penn State sometime. <laughs> Ooh, that'd be cool. Well, thank you for coming on. Uh, maybe we'll have you on again next time. We have some cool happening news because your insight's great and you have a Penn State connection. So awesome to have Jack on. Um, anyway, looks like we have somebody in the other chat you guys want to pop into there and say hello to him maybe he'll have something cool to say because i know they've wanted to come on i think you found out through us through the sargon avocado interview we did uh through mutual circles okay cool cool so um you want to introduce yourself to everyone here uh my name is omnis i do a lot of stuff regarding cnc machines and building custom machines from the ground up i make uh, a lot of logos for people i do uh a lot of different kind of weird services for different little um, institutions that are grassroots organized and organic uh, media. That's cool. I love that. Uh, CNC machines are pretty cool. You can pretty much do anything you want with them. Yeah. You ever uh, make any receivers with those? No. 
I don't want to get uh, bugged by the ATF. In fact, I use uh, a Fusion from Autodesk, so they're uh, oh, every yeah. they keep track of everything that you build, so that you can realistically say, "No, that is not what I'm doing with this." You know? Yeah, that's cool. Did you hear anything about our Sargon Vakat event that happened the other night? Uh, no, I didn't. I've been out of the loop for a while. Yeah, basically, we got like before that event. The college Democrats want to shut down our Cloud Turning Point USA for hosting it. They want us defunded. Uh, then we had a bunch of hit pieces in the media saying we were spreading hate, how we're this terrible club with these terrible people. And then on the day of the event, the university even condemned Sargon Avocad and Hunter Avalone before, right before the event happened. They support free speech. They did say that, but they fully condemned uh, the comments these people have made so it's been a wild ride but we turned out 200 people to the event and it was a pretty packed house I had 30 protesters that were being mean and nasty and just bullies in many ways but it was a really wild crazy thing we're gonna have the full thing upload at some point i'm gonna start editing it after the show's over but it was wild that's terrible they still have that much pull over the university mm-hmm. yeah because they were requesting the university to defund us and whatnot so University eventually made a statement the day of the thing. And these people have been tearing down flyers. They were putting up other flyers that were Frankenstein, like these two quotes together that Sargon said. And it was just ridiculous. And that's why we interviewed both of them. We've interviewed Milo, Mike Cernovich, who just uh, got off with uh, Jack Posobiec. So it's been interesting to talk to these people because these people, like, you know, they're like, Sargon is such a nice, genuine, cool guy. And yet, these people just go out of their way to say the most awful things about him. You know what's awesome, though? Like, truly awesome about after, at the, all this stuff afterwards, though? Just the outlet, the, the outpouring of support from, from a whole lot of people. It's so, it's, it's, it's absolutely amazing. Um, it's, you know, you, you see it from the tweets, you're seeing it from the, you know, YouTube, all, all social media, you know, and granted, we, we, we get, we, we get flack all the time. I mean, we're used to the flack, but it's like, after putting out something like this, it feels so good to hear the support from so many other people. And like, because honestly at this, I feel, and, and I don't know about you, Sean, or you, Alex, but I feel like we're the only people fighting for free speech on this campus. Oh, we are. That, There's that, nobody that's else that's doing this. You know, they, they aren't doing anything. Yal isn't doing anything, you know, of note. You guys are the only ones who actually have the guts to, to do anything, it seems like, to actually bring controversial people. Like, who will they bring? Oh, they'll bring, uh, what was it? Uh, Carl Rove. They'll bring Carl Rove. They'll bring the, the midget guy who's not actually a midget. Oh, Ben Shapiro. Yeah, they'll bring Ben Shapiro. <laughs> you know, it, it's like, it's, you know, not, no offense to midget, you know, to little people out there. <laughs> you have to say that, but, you know, that that's who they bring. That's who they're controversial. And that, and that person was, you know, pretty controversial, the protesters, but you guys are actually giving them something to, uh, to complain about. So, bravo to you guys. Well, well, to the extreme. Okay, to to the left here, we could we could bring Barney the dinosaur to speak, and they would still <laughs> find something wrong. Like ah, ah protested. Ah. Why is he hanging around kids so much? Ah, you know, it, it's terrible. I like we're 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 we really are climbing uphill here. It's like 
who who else who else is really gonna have our back like we found out we found out who has our back yeah yeah it's not yeah well i will say at least the crs did uh talk about this event their meeting and they were supportive of me and you know the club and all that but man i didn't see a lot of them at the event for whatever reason and i don't see them doing much in terms of speakers but you know it's it was really a pleasant surprise how well this turned out but it's it's crazy how this thing was spreading like wildfire like the controversy creates interest and you need that to generate buzz for your event and for people to come out to it and it was just great like who i won't again won't say who we're getting next semester but that is going to be a huge undertaking that's going to start in a few days because i love turning point but they were even hesitant on us doing the event we just had because they hadn't vetted Carl uh, Sargon for the event. So they were like, uh, you know, well, we're not 100% sure about, but hey, you know, we trust you guys, so go do it. And they were nice enough to let us do it. And so we did it. It went off great. And they were all really impressed. Turning Point National was very impressed by our work. And uh, my field rep was showing me live at the event, like how they were all praising him. So next semester is going to be a big undertaking, but we're going to have somebody super controversial. Like This event was literally called by some people, and I keep I kept advertising it this way, as the most controversial event of the semester. Next semester's one's going to be the same thing. It's going to be way more controversial than this one. That's not to downplay Sargon or Hunter, but anybody that knows this guy knows that when he comes somewhere, people lose their mind. So it's going to be fabulous. So can't wait. I, I hope I, I just, I, I, um, I just, I, I, I don't want to say, I hope that, you know, these people lose their stuff a little bit more, but it, I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely going to happen. Um, I, I, it's really, I'm trying to I'm I'm trying to put this one into uh, I'm trying to say it without have, having to you know throw some naughty words in there because I I did like the, like this whole week like after after this event happened I really wanted to get emotional like I really because it, it was yeah it there was so much there was so much flack there was so much everything and it was like. We got well, we got hate from every direction. We got love from almost no directions, and it was like, and it's like I felt like all we like it's like all we have is each other, and it's like we're 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 going, we're just going. Um, and I know that I, that might not make much sense saying all of that, but like, it. But yeah, when you're emotional, you, you say stuff doing, like that. I don't know. You guys are doing something unique. Like, no one else on this campus is, like, getting into that, like, you know, energy that you guys have. There's only up and up and up that you guys can go. And that's the thing. You know, you get people over here who just want to complain and bring people down. But you guys, you're you're putting your all into it. And you got to respect that. And we got a bunch of, we got, like, about a handful of people that came to our meeting the next day that were totally new. They were new members because of that event. We advertised the meeting at the beginning. That was just amazing too. And the protesters were hilarious. And 
like I said, this was a victory for free speech. I'm so glad it happened. Yeah. I'm so glad it turned out the way it did. Yeah. And it's really... Like, I'm not saying this to brag, but it is, it is proving that our club is a professional club. We're for real. We're the real deal. And nobody's doing quite what we're doing at this level. And we are the largest political club on campus by far because of stuff like this. The college Democrats have like hardly anyone in their group me's. I would know. I've been in them. <laughs> um, but it's it's been amazing. And I just love the support we've had. Because you're right, Phil. We have had a lot of great support. And it's been beautiful to see. Because especially if everybody against us, we still did have people. It's, I haven't had so many texts come into me saying, hey, man, I can't make it or I'll be there. You know, whichever you know one it was. But I, I support you. I love what you're doing. So proud of you. Our Army Ranger friend Rob uh, was texting me like Matt saying, dude, I'm, I'm so proud of you. I'm so glad what you guys are doing. I'm like, oh, these people are too nice. Like, it, it's a lot of work and it's tiring. I'll admit it. But, man, is it worth it. Oh, my God guy i i just at the nfl she's like i love my job this is great i mean i mean don't i I, in a way i don't blame them for you know for in in a small way i don't blame them for not wanting to put themselves in harm's way because sometimes the other side is vicious yeah i mean they are vitriol about their uh they are very viscerous about like we had we had people, we had protesters taking pictures of people going into the building. So, at like, I, and I'm thinking, like, what are they trying to, like, dox them? Or are they trying to, like, yeah, kicked off a campus or something? Like, what? And and it's like that. I could I could genuinely see somebody being scared. Oh yeah. to go to an event like this because of that. Yeah. And, um. We just. I mean, look, we. Ha- if when the when the when the collegian put out that article and the 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 dems put out the you know their statement they were like well they didn't need to the 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 opinion piece was like oh well they didn't need to bring if they that if they wanted to talk about free speech they didn't need to bring someone so controversial something along Uh, those yeah we did and it's like and it's like, but you didn't, but you, you didn't want to talk to us before these guys, we, we've offered, we've offered every organization to come debate us, to come talk to us, to come, you know, let, 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 let's have ourselves a meeting of the minds or something like the only people that came that, that, that accepted was the Yang gang, right? Oh, and we need to campus. talk about that. Let's you talk know, about and, that because okay, we did right. debate with the Yang gang. They were great to work with, very cooperative, very nice, very professional. Everything went smoothly. And then when I saw that statement from the college Democrats, many of us pointed out that they were one of the few clubs on the left that didn't sign off on that. Students for Warren, Students for Bernie, United Socialists, DSA, college Democrats all signed off on that and they didn't. But then the day... Before the event or the day of the event, they release a statement condemning our speakers. Why did they do that? They didn't need to do that, but they did it. They didn't have to do that. They were stand strong this whole time, but they they still did it. And did you reach out to the president or whatever? I probably will have to because I know somebody in that club, and he said the college Democrats basically blacklisted them. 
uh, for just doing a debate with us. I don't know if this was a way of them trying to, you know, mend that in a way. I mean, I think if that is the reason, that's silly because you're not going <laughs> to, you're not going to change their minds. Yeah. You know, you touch turning point and you're now associated with Nazis no matter what. Like you've got the infection, like it's inside you. It's not coming out. That's the way these people think. So never, ever, 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 ever cave to the mob. Yeah. Ever, ever. They don't care. Oh, you, you think, you think they're going to, you, you think all of a sudden that they're, you know, like you put out some statement like that and all is forgiven. No, no. no. They're going to remember every little thing that they, 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 they got people that they, they got people looking at Kevin Hart's. Uh, Twitter account five years ago and kicking them off the freaking Oscars. Are you kidding me? They don't care. These are these are these these people. They don't make sense, but they're like visceral in their not making sense opinions. I, I it's they confuse me in multiple levels. I I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get why Yang Gang did this because they're not. <laughs> They're not going to get anything out of this. They get nothing. They actually probably lose out of this more than anything. Because I thought they'd be different, but this yeah, is not. This I thought is... they would be different. I thought they would be different because uh, yeah, I, Yang, the actual candidate, stuck up for the stuck up for the players during the whole when the whole NBA tweet thing came along, and you know, like uh, the more uh, the. Rockets owner Maury tweeted free Hong Kong and it and it blew up this whole debate, this whole argument where, you know, LeBron James decided he was gonna, you know, blast blast the owner. And like and and Yang, the candidate Yang, was was defending the players. It's like, no, we shouldn't be caving to China. And I was like, all right. So the Yang gang, the Yang gang, gang didn't participate in this, and I thought that they didn't participate in it because, you know, the you know because I thought that the candidate was all about like you know free speech. Boy, was I wrong. Yeah, I've never liked Yang. I've never believed in any most of his policies. I don't even support. But when I see them caving to the leftist mob, it just tells me that the these guys aren't going to be the winners. I and look, Yang never had a chance, but this kind of just proves that they're not they're not gonna win. If you have this mentality and you're not learning from it, you're not going to win. I'm sorry, but it's terrible. And like I said, they didn't need to release this statement. They didn't need to say a word. They they honestly should have supported us, but that's the most I could ever ask for from these people. But I'm disappointed. I'm very, very disappointed. Yeah, I well, I, I, in other news, speaking of Yang, did anybody hear that the um, that that Yang that like Yang did an interview, and he said that he would he was in. He would be interested in going on a Joe Biden ticket, like if he didn't. What? Like, yeah, oh God! I, I, I do not. I just saw it. Yeah, I, I think it was. I think we were talking about on the Hill, which is another. Why am I listening to the Hill? But 
But the uh, but yeah, he said that, and I was like, oh no, 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 no. That's the last guy you want to like. That's the last candidate you want to back. Like, uh, I don't know. I, yeah, I know. Democratic, the Democratic part. I, I just. What can you say? What can you say about? It? Yeah, and I also think it's funny. I just remembered this that a bunch of these like lefties trying to like you know that didn't like us. They were hanging up the Collegian article on us that was saying we were spreading hate not conservatism like on the billboards by our flyers i'm like thanks <laughs> this is doing us a service because nobody's gonna tear down those they're not gonna tear down your flyers you guys tear down our flyers so it was funny i i love what happened but every, i think what, the, what this event showed was everyone's true colors oh, yeah. and exposed a lot of people that are supporting free speech and people that don't and it show when push comes to shove, when your chips are down, when money's on the line, who really supports free speech? Yeah, I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to hear any of these other organizations talk about how they're for free speech. Like I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I'm like, look, I didn't really see any of these guys at at this event. Like when it when when it's all on the line, right? It's like, but you, it's like, oh well, we don't agree with yang or or no i'm sorry yang we don't agree with sargon fine we don't agree with hunter fine if you want if you like like but th but that's not about the, the we're not doing that because we just blanket agree with people no we these are guys these are two guys that have been censored online and we just we wanted to have a conversation about censorship this is we are trying to to fight free speech and this is how this is one way we do it and it's like and if you can't and and let, and let me say one thing else if you if you can't if you're not willing to defend the people that you disagree with then you don't support really, free speech you don't really support free speech right uh because we are i mean we have, I mean, that's what free speech is all about. you of course, we, it's about having the right to say, speak your mind and say what you feel, but it's also allowing other people to say what they feel. And, and, it's, about, and it's about other people being able to criticize what you feel. Like, I, it, it, there's like, you know, it's, it's so much broader than just, whatever and then these people talking about hate speech i'm sorry hate speech isn't real no it's not real and it's not and here's Sorry. what the yang gang people said just so that people understand the context here they send their statement uh they started off with the yang gang of penn state stands unequivocally for putting humanity first in all ways possible this means denouncing hate-filled rhetoric and bigotry in all its forms which is implying that that's what these speakers uh do and then at the end of it, well, first of all, they say that Sargon has spoken racial slurs, insults which generalize and target religious minorities, and the suggestive comment regarding the rape of a British uh, member of parliament. All oh, that's a bunch of crap. And then at the end of it, they say, uh, they say, oh, his speaking event here is not just an exercise of free speech. It is also an abuse of free speech. If his rhetoric is as spiteful as it has been in the past how can you abuse free speech 
That's the weirdest, silliest, stupidest thing I've ever heard of. And then they go on more and say, quote, we do not support violence or counter hateful speech as a result of benefits provocations. We instead joined a myriad of other, oh, they, they forgot an of there, other campus groups requesting that the use of student fees not be used to cover costs of speakers whose rhetoric flies blatantly and unrepentantly against the values of Penn State. While hate speech is legal, it is unethical and we hope for morality to pre- prevail in the end. What a pathetic, stupid statement. I'm sorry. I'm The more I read it, the more I'm disappointed in that because it's so wishy-washy. It's so, you know, pandery feeling. It's pathetic. It's almost yeah. as pathetic as the yeah, college Democrats. It feels it. It feels pandery, like because because you know you, you you talk to the you talk we 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 talk to some of these the some of these guys in the Yang Gang. They seem intelligent. They seem cool. You know, yeah. they, they, they they we you know they they at least understand stand what we're talking about, and they kind of, but it's like. What is this? What is this statement? Especially like, after we I, just like, did a debate with them. Yeah, I'm like, what is this? It's terrible. And and the college Democrats, okay, these are the most pathetic people I have seen because not only did they want to shut us down, but when they they did some protests, uh, you know, of the event, their president and the president of the United Socialists started emailing our cameramen saying, hey, can you blur our faces in those videos that uh, Hunter posted of us? We don't want our faces there. Are you kidding me? You guys were out in public. You know what you were going into. You know yeah. this. What? Oh, gee, you, you, does it look bad? Oh, is that why you want yeah. us to blur? Because you're not lesson, blurring it. Lesson 101 in, in protesting. Never sign a waiver, okay? <laughs> yeah. How about that? Okay? If a camera's in your face, right, don't sign, don't sign a waiver. That is like the, mo- the most ridiculous thing you can do, especially if you're like, especially if you're in a, a, a high position in one of these clubs, right? Yeah, you should where, know better. You should be where fit stuff enough. you say can be magnified. Yeah. You know? why why would you why would you put yourself out and i and i and i get that you know you know it's i no i in fact i'm sorry i take that back i don't even get it i don't even get it either like you you should know better and this is a this is do what you want yeah and the other thing too is like i said when you're putting yourself out there you should know better and when you say like she should know better to say stupid stuff like, you know, Sargon of Akkad is an attack on my gender. Like some what of this. What does that even mean? Yeah, what does that mean? What does that even mean? Like I'm not. I'm under. Like how? How is what a threat to your gender? Like what? What possibly? Could this is this is and and I'm sorry. Like like I we met him. We met Sargon. Yeah. And, and he's like he's one of the not. He's like really one of the nicest people I've ever yeah, met. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Very nice, very you know, and, and when he even even with the people he disagrees with, like immensely, he's very respectful. He's very he confronts you, but even when he confronts you, it's not in a, it's not in a like a, a mean sort of way. Yeah, like, he's very I just, nice. I, yeah, like how I I just understand like 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 somebody would say, oh, he's a threat to my gender. How? How the hell is he a threat to your gender? Yeah. Last thing I'm going to say because we have to close out is 
I hope we can have a debate with the college Democrats who refuse to debate us already. I hope we can do something together so that we can start at least trying to understand each other, but I'm not going to bet on it, but I want to. Okay, I want to. The college Democrats do not, and they're just being pathetic when they're doing stuff like this, okay? They, they know they screwed up. They know they look bad and they look like idiots, but they should be willing to own up to what they've done, and this is the trend I've noticed. These people cannot back what they say. They can't, you know... Um, stand up for what they say they they'll, they'll protest or do other silly things but they can't back it up and that's sad well you know final they, words and we have to close in like 30 seconds well you know they're releasing their statements why don't you release your own statement calling them out we did yeah yeah <laughs> it's beautiful it perfect beautiful. note to end on thank you for listening we'll be back next week with more real news